This Sunday, let's pray with a reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. John, in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. The next day, John was there again with two of his disciples, and as he watched Jesus walk by, he said, Behold, the Lamb of God. The two disciples heard what he said and followed Jesus. Jesus turned and saw them following him and said to them, What are you looking for? They said to him, Rabbi, which translated means teacher, where are you staying? He said to them, Come, and you will see. So they went and saw where he was staying, and they stayed with him that day. It was about four in the afternoon. Andrew, the brother of Simon Peter, was one of the two who heard John and followed Jesus. He first found his own brother, Simon, and told him, We have found the Messiah, which is translated anointed. Then he brought him to Jesus. Jesus looked at him and said, You are Simon, the son of John. You will be called Cephas, which is translated Peter. The Gospel of the Lord. You may remember I told you that this year, with the exception of the strong seasons of Lent and Easter, on the ordinary Sundays, we will be reading from Mark's Gospel. We will get to know St. Mark little by little. We will try to grasp his point of view of Jesus, the betrayal that he intended to leave for us. However, today we'll start by making an exception. On the second Sunday in ordinary time, after Christmas time, John's Gospel is read. It provides a sequel to the mysteries that we have been celebrating these weeks, at Christmas, and on the Epiphany. Jesus became man. He revealed himself to Mary and Joseph, and to the humble shepherds. He let himself be found by the pagan magi. That is to say, he wanted to physically manifest to the world. He let himself be baptized to become one of us. He was humble. And now, he lets John the Baptist point people to him so that we all know who Jesus really is and start following him and falling in love with him. Everything has, so to speak, a logical reason. Today, Glimpses of the Gospel helps us consider two fundamental and pleasing aspects. First of all, we need other people around to help us become aware of who Jesus really is. In those times, it was John the Baptist who pointed to Jesus and proclaimed him to be the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. How wonderful! How wonderful it is to realize that we need someone else's help to get to know Jesus, to introduce us to Him. It feels good to know that all of us can be bridges to bring other people to Jesus. No one can get acquainted with Jesus if someone else does not point to Him, does not spot Him, or if He doesn't say, There He is, that's Him. Jesus crossed my path, and I want Him to cross your path as well. He is meek. He is a lamb. He takes away sin. He doesn't reprimand. He doesn't shout. He doesn't judge. He doesn't criticize. He doesn't look down on others. He doesn't rant. He doesn't pontificate. Jesus loves only. He forgives. He embraces. He corrects. He caresses. He shows us mercy. That is the Jesus that we must take after. That's the Jesus we must point people to in the same way we were once pointed to him. We can ask ourselves, 
Is this the Jesus I'm pointing people to to help them believe? Is this the Jesus that was pointed to me? Is he so meek of heart? It's good to think about it and to question ourselves. In the end, it's in our answers to these questions where our faith and feelings are at stake. Do I point people to Jesus or do I point them to myself? Do I point to a caricature of Jesus, to a distorted image? The second aspect has to do with the encounter with Jesus. If it's a real encounter, it's unforgettable. Do you remember when and where you most enjoyed being with Jesus? The apostles never forgot it. It goes like this. So they went and saw where he was staying, and they stayed with him that day. It was about four in the afternoon. It must have been awesome. Once we meet Jesus, there's an inevitable consequence. He who is and stays with Jesus, he who knows him deeply, can never forget him in his entire life. What's more, as it happened to Andrew, the first person he finds, the first he tells about Jesus. Today's scene is an overview of how to get to know Jesus, of what it feels to get acquainted with him, and of what happens to our heart once we meet. It all happens in no time. Ultimately, being Jesus' disciple, being a true Christian, means following in Jesus' footsteps, walking with him. It's posing a fundamental question to our hearts. Where do you live? That would be like saying, Jesus, I want to meet you. I want to know where you live, and I want to get into your home. I want to be your friend, and I want to walk through life together. To be Jesus' disciple also means to let ourselves be questioned by him. We must let him ask us, What do you want? What are you looking for? What is your deepest longing? Jesus asks us questions, not because he doesn't know how to meet our needs, but because he wants to help us become more self-aware. He wants to help us bring forth what's within us, to help us be who we were created to be, to help us enter into intimate communion with him. Being a disciple of Jesus is neither an automatic response nor a definitive answer. One becomes like Jesus little by little. Being a disciple is to listen to him saying, Come and see. It is as if he was telling us, Come, follow me, and see what's in my heart. Come with me. I give you my heart, my home. I give you myself. My home is the world. My home is your heart and the hearts of others. My home is silent prayer, the Eucharist, and every encounter with you. Jesus actually welcomes us into his home so that he can make his way into our hearts. So today, at Mass, when the priest elevates the host and proclaims, This is the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. Blessed are those who are called to his supper. Honestly, tell Jesus that you are willing to follow him. And even if you are not worthy, you want him to enter under your roof. Only say the word, and my soul shall be healed. Do you remember your first encounter with Jesus? Do you remember when and where you most enjoyed being with him? May we have a good day. And may the blessing of our merciful God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit descend upon our hearts and remain with us forever.